Welcome to Right Hook Podcast. I'm Steve Hook, your host. Welcome aboard to our big podcast here at Big Big Show today. Stick around. Right Hook Podcast coming up now. Yes, indeed it is. Right now, in fact. Hello there, everybody. How are you? And once again, welcome to Right Hook Podcast on Not Black, Not White, American Media Group. Steve Hook with you. Glad to be here. Hope you're well. I've got a question for you. Um, if, if you wanted to destroy a country, what would you what would you do in order to do that to make that happen? I know seems like a crazy seems like a, a Bond villain type question, but it, it's a question that we need to ask ourselves. What would you do to destroy a nation, or or let, let's be a little bit more fair? To remake and to reimagine, we could use that word. That's that's a good one. Reimagine the police departments. Well, reima- let's. If you were going to reimagine a country, how would you how would you go about doing that? Well, I think the first thing you would do is you would destroy the, any vestige of the founding of the country you plan on reimagining. Right. So you would do things like down talk the the foundation of the nation. Uh, you would you would do things like. Uh, castigate the founders of this country you would oh i don't know you might say stuff like uh they were all a bunch of uh powdered wig wearing slave owners you might do that you might start a project in school that is going to be taught in all public schools uh that does specifically that 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 basically trashes the founding of our nation you might call the project something like oh i don't know the 1619 project uh, you might do that. That would help. Uh, that would help to inculcate the young brains in uh, in America uh, that th- that their country really does suck, and and not only it sucks not only since their founding, but it sucks way before the founding. I mean, this country sucks back when when ninety percent of the population that live here now their families hadn't even gotten here yet so even before uh, the immigrants that came over ellis island or or even before ellis island before that 1619 it sucked since then you might do that uh, you might you might even take up a, a a a ideology a way of thinking around an idea like critical race theory that might be a good way to help further trash the country. Uh, And then you can do things like blame all of societal ills on, oh, I don't know, patriarchy uh, or white Eurocentric racism or whatever it might be, you see. And you know what else you do? You'd probably want to immediately do your level best to erase any any sense of national sovereignty. Best way to do that would be to open the border wide open. You might, you might say, you know what, if we could just flood the border, flood the zone, as it were, uh, that will go a long way towards destroying any sense of national sovereignty. You might do that. You might say, you know what, we've got this thing called separation of powers, and we're not really down with it, but we can't get around it because our hands are tied by the Constitution. So how about we, we, we destroy any notion of separation of powers by gerrymandering the Supreme Court of the United States. Do you see what I'm getting at here, folks? Every single thing that is being done right now in the name of Sock Puppet and Kamala Harris is all being done to destroy this country as you know it. 
a representative republic. Those two words are both very, very important. Representative, what does it mean? It means that the people that you choose to govern you are representative of your thinking, of your community, of your city, of your state. Republic, that means you're a member of a larger body politic, in this case, the nation. So while you would choose a representative from your state, your municipality, whatever branch of government you're voting for, if it's on the state level, then fine. Federal level, republic. Get it? We have a representative republic that is being piece by piece. Every aspect of our country as we've known it, from education to the border to our to our courts, to our laws, are under attack by one side. Sock puppet Joe and Kamala Harris. And the thing about both of them is they have sold out to the woke crowd. Now, I don't think that the woke crowd just all of a sudden appeared. Oh, where was this wokeness crap? It wasn't here 10 years ago. It wasn't here. Yes, it was. They've just changed tactics. They've always been there. They're Marxist. And if I'm being very fair, more fair than I should be, I would call them progressives because that's what they call themselves. Now, there's nothing progressive about progressivism. Progressivism uh, is the bastard child of Marxism. It was founded in England and in Germany specifically uh, back in the late 19th century, early 20th century. It really took off. And this is what the DNC has been gravitating towards uh, for a long, long time now. It started with, sadly, it started with the Republican Party. Progressive, the first progressive president was probably Theodore Roosevelt. Now, I don't think if uh, if Theodore Roosevelt were alive today, uh, he would embrace what we call progressivism today. But to be fair, that's when it was first really introduced here. And with it came a much stauncher Democratic Party as they embraced progressivism because they as is their want, and as they've always done, have always figured, how can we get more and more power? It really ramped up with Woodrow Wilson. He was a screaming racist. He was a screaming racist. He was also a screaming anti-Semite. He also despised the Constitution, as Democrats today despise the Constitution. Now, they despise it for one reason. It ties their hands. And what they want, like a, like, a, like a smack addict looking for his next hit, what they want is power, more and more power. And the best way to achieve power through this progressivism is to play people's emotions and to use words like progressivism. How can you argue with progress? Come on, man. Come on, man. How can you argue with that? I'll drop and give you 25 push-ups right now, man. Come on, man. Embrace it. Embrace it. I saw Sock Puppet the other day uh, give a speech about gun control. The first thing out of his mouth, the, the first 30 seconds is, everything I'm about to say is uh, has no bearing on your Second Amendment. That's a phony argument, man. That's phony. I'm trying to scare you. And we're trying to get rid of ghost guns. <laughs> so... When you say, hey, I'm kind of starting to get a little worried about your infringing on my Second Amendment rights, and then you and then and then Sock Puppet says, that's a bogus argument, and then he uses a term like ghost gun. Do you know what a ghost gun is? 
Ghost guns are kit guns is what they are. Ghost gun is a great way of scaring people. It's a ghost gun. Ooh. It's almost like it's an assault weapon. You know, the assault weapon, of course, first came around. into it, It's become part of the modern vernacular. Now, it never used to be. You can thank Dianne Feinstein for that wonderful world uh, word, assault weapon. Well, I'm happy to report that every weapon I own is a defensive weapon. I bought them all at defensive weapon stores. I only went to defensive gun shows. I never went in for that assault crap. But you see, this is what I'm saying to you, is they're, they're attacking everything. Whether it's the Second Amendment, hey, they're doing it the First Amendment. If you don't believe me, go on Facebook and say, I don't know, talk about COVID-19 and see what happens. Talk about, go on Twitter and try and say, stop the steal and see what happens. They've shut you down. I am proud to say I am still permanently banned from Twitter. I never tweeted. <laughs> That's the funny thing. You know why they banned me? Because my name was Right Hook. And they said that is, it's, an, it's antagonizing. It's, 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 it sounds violent. I said, it's my name. And I don't. You're permanently banned. Okay, so I want to delete my account, but I can't delete my account because my my account is frozen, so I can't delete it. So my Twitter account is just kind of floating in the ether, not to be seen by anybody but me and never to be deleted by anybody but them. Kind of weird, really, right? But the point is, is what we are seeing in this country right now, and I think, and I, and I hope, I really do hope that more and more people start to see it, is that we are being chipped away at. It's kind of like the old Chinese water torture. It's like, like, like the making, the creation of stalactites and stalagmites. It takes a long time to get those things to form. It's drip, drip, drip. Next thing you know, there you go. And that's exactly what's happening now, but they're ramping it up because they know that Sock Puppet doesn't have long. They know that he is mentally, uh, he's been checked out for a long time. Sock Puppet is in it for one reason, because the big guy needs 10%. He's in it to pad the coffers of the Biden family. So he's basically said, look, I'll run as your Sock Puppet. I'll be the Sock Puppet. And yes, I'll push everything that the uh, that the uh, the squad wants and the, and the far left wants. But if we're honest now, folks, and we're being honest here, the far left is the Democrat Party now, period. It just is. In fact, I don't even really feel comfortable calling them the Democratic Party because there's nothing democratic about them, and it certainly doesn't fill me with an idea of going and throwing a party, does it? (laughs) They are progressive come Marxist is who they are. They are big state. They want an autocracy. They want one-party rule, period, the party. You go to China, they talk about the party, the party. Nazism, it was all about the party. In Cuba, the party. Hugo Chavez, Maduro, in Venezuela, the party. That's what it's all about with them. And we're seeing that right now. It doesn't, it, it, the 1619 Project and the critical race theory crap, which is just intentionally designed to be div- not only divisive, uh, but it's supposed to kind of just, get you away from your history, get you to deny it. You'll deny American history three times before the cock crows. That's what they want. Make no mistake. And from there, the reimagining comes into place. The fundamental change. Last week, I asked the question, 
What do you change? If you love somebody or something, do you want to fundamentally change them? Of course not. You don't want to fundamentally change that with which you love, right? And if you want to do a little thought experiment on your own, go to your significant other, your husband, your wife, or even your kids. Say, you know what, Steve Jr., I don't have a Steve Jr., but let's just say I did. You know what, honey, I love you, but I want to fundamentally change you. Say that to your wife and see how that works for you. Honey, I love it. The dinner was okay, but we just need to work on fundamentally changing who you are. Think that would go over well? Well, that's what they're doing. And we're seeing it. And they're doing it with great haste. And they're doing it with great haste because they know that Sock Puppet doesn't have a lot of time left. Joe is gone. They know that Kamala can get in there and probably get the job done for him for maybe 18 months or so. But then they know they've got an election right around the corner. What are they going to do then? Well, what are they trying to do? Right now, they're trying to pass HR1 and SR1. What would that do? That would effectively federalize every election going forward. So anybody that's a citizen of this country or non-citizen, if we're honest, will be registered to vote. All of those people will have ballots mailed to them, whether they live in that address or not, even whether they're alive or not. It won't matter. Because it's access they're about, right? This is why they this is why they called the Georgia voting law Jim Crow. There's not that is that is the biggest lie ever. That right there ought to tell you how evil this this party has become. They use the intentionally most divisive, vile language. And by and the irony is, of course, every Jim Crow law ever written, ever enforced, was Democrats, all of them. Because Democrats are the party of slavery. They're the party of the KKK. They're a party of Jim Crow. They're the party of, well, the, uh, Bull Connor, uh, you know, fire hoses, police dogs. That's all Democrats. Lynchings, yes. Segregation, let's throw that into the mix. Hey, you can't go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donut these days without a slight Indian accent. I'm not kidding, man. I don't want my kids going to school in a jungle, a racial jungle. I'm not kidding, man. They'll have y'all back in chains. I'm not kidding, man. Come on, man. You don't vote for me. You ain't black. That's the party we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. And I can joke about it, but it's deadly serious. They are trying to remove you from your liberty. They're trying to remove you from the proud traditions of this country. Now, November's coming up. This midterm... I said it last week, I'll say it again. It's the most important election ever. But you know what I'm sick of saying? I'm sick of saying it's the most important election ever. Because one party has decided that every single election, it's, 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 it's all for all the marbles now. That's one thing Donald Trump did. He forced them to remove the mask. Same holds true for the media. Same holds true for big tech. Same holds true for Hollywood. Same holds true for academia. Donald Trump forced them to all say, okay, you got us. We're all on the same team. He's a racist. Georgia's Jim Crow law. 1619 Project. Progress, progress, progress. If this is starting to sound like a George Orwell novel, there's a reason for that. Because this is how every George Orwell novel went. The party. The party. You will be unpersoned, to use a George Orwell term. You will be unpersoned by the party. Not if we step up 
and stop it. And the next chance to do that is going to be November. And the next chance for me to talk about that is going to be next week because I got a bag out of here, but I hope you had a, uh, I hope you're having a great, great week and let's continue to fight. Remember folks, this country wasn't formed in a vacuum. It didn't just all of a sudden poof, come into existence. There were patriots that were like-minded that came together and said, look, we've got to get the word out. We've got to do our part. We've got to raise the alarm. So that's what we've got to do again today. The good news is, unlike the patriots of the 18th century and the founding of this country, who were relying on pamphleteers and relying on, you know, midnight riders, now we can use the internet. Now we can use social media. Well, some of it anyway. And we can really get the word out. And the point is, we've got to get the word out and we've got to stand in the, you know, stand right there in the brink of it, man, because they are coming at you. And if you don't believe me, I'll tell you what, within the next two years, I'll guarantee you, you're going to see this happen. All of these 20,000 children in cages right now are going to be allowed to remain. Their parents are back in Guatemala, El Salvador, Mexico, Nicaragua, wherever they are. And I guarantee you, pretty soon, we're going to hear Nancy Pelosi go, you know, for the children, uh, it would only be fair uh, to reunite them with their parents. And that's who we are as Americans, for the children. You're going to hear that. So all of these kids, now their parents are going to come. And, you know, children, uh, they miss their grandparents too. Oh, we better allow the grandparents. Uh, Second cousins. Okay, second cousins. And uh, what about his first cousin? That first cousin comes in too. That's what they're doing. What I'm trying to tell you, folks, is they're trying to replace you. They're trying to replace you. And I think that all minority groups should listen up. They're trying to replace you. It doesn't have anything to do with ethnicity. It has nothing to do with the color of the skin. It has to do with need. They need to be needed. And who needs Democrats more than needy people crossing our southern border? That's what's happening. Anyway, until next week. Thank you for being part of Right Hook Podcast on Not Black, Not White, American Media Group. Until next week, goodbye. Welcome to Right Hook Podcast. I'm Steve Hook, your host. Welcome aboard to our big podcast here at Big, big show today. Stick around. Right Hook Podcast coming up now.